Thank you for joining me for your MMA scoop. This is Ray Zomopata Soup. Zomopata Soup. I believe this is episode 22. Kicking strong. Man, thank you guys for joining me tonight. Uh, you know I've recently partnered with PureEvilMMA.com. Be sure to check them out. Uh, Ray's on my plot of soup. Every episode from here on out can be found on that website and many more. Uh, of course, I'm your host, Ray. Uh, today we actually are going to do something different. Um, you guys know, anyone who's listening to this show is probably familiar with the name Anaya Blanchard by this point. And heard about the horrible tragedy that happened to her she was murdered it took her police months or a whole month to find her so i went ahead and got the most educated person that i know on the matter donnie Rutgers, on me on the show donnie what's up man hey buddy how you doing man uh, hey man sad uh, situation I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be with you just not under the circumstances obviously Absolutely. Absolutely. The circumstances are bad, but, you know, I feel like this show, I've said it many times off air that I wanted to dedicate a show entirely to her because I feel like it would be wrong to talk about anything else. Uh, anyone who knows me personally knows that I've, you know, been affected by uh, murder or violent crime. Uh, I've had a younger sister who was murdered and, and you know, things Sorry. like that. So, um, so, you know, this this case really hit me pretty hard. Um, so yeah, me too, I, I, man. It, yeah, and I feel for Walt Harris. I feel for her family, the Blanchard family. And uh, I wanted to, like I said, dedicate this entire 20 minutes to her. So, Donnie, with that being said, man, you're the person that's been following this from beginning to end. Sir. So how did yes, this sir. whole thing unfold? What happened in the beginning, sir? All right. Well. Uh, obviously, uh, many know uh, October 23rd, Anaya, um, she stopped by, you know, Walt's, you know, her stepfather, Walt Harris's house and her mother's house, Angela Harris. And uh, she, I guess she, she went to a funeral earlier that day, which, I mean, obviously that was pretty sad. It was traumatic for her. Uh, a longtime family friend had passed away and, uh, you know, it was really devastating to her. And uh, she stopped by and, and, you know, Walt specifically said, specifically said that she stopped by and she was a bit down and uh, he gave her some money for some gas and stuff like that. And uh, she left there and she had some responsibilities the next day, you know, uh, and, you know, it was supposed to be a busy day for her. And so, you know, they expected her to go home and things like that. And uh, we obviously ended up finding out on October 24th, the next day that she was reported missing, uh, Walt, you know, he put on his Twitter, um, alert, you know, like an alert, you know, saying that Anaya was missing. And, uh, shortly after we ended up, you know, seeing the video that emerged from the night of the 23rd, uh, which was the last time that Anaya was seen. She was on video at a convenience store, not far from her house. Uh, her mother would always talk about with you know, or talked about how she would always you know late at night she might stop by the convenience store and grab a bite to you know grab a snack and on right. video that that's what was seen on video she was she stopped by the uh convenience store and she grabbed some doritos and uh you know 
uh, her mother, when they saw her on video, they, they, they just expected that she, you know, that's what she was doing. She was just stopping by the convenience store and was going to head home. But her vehicle was actually seen leaving the convenience store, heading in the opposite direction. And, and so on October 24th is when she was reported missing. Uh, you know, we, we talked about this a lot. Right. Uh, it's been widely reported a lot that she was ultimately. And the thing is, is that I, I gathered a lot like, like about Anaya personally, mm-hmm. you know, thing is, is that when, when someone goes missing and they're reported missing that soon, that quick, I mean, she was last seen on October 23rd in the evening and then reported missing less than 24 hours later. So it should right. tell people that it was out of her character, you know, to do this mm-hmm. and, you know, to not call her parents and to, and to not, you know, show up for functions and things that were important. You know, she was obviously a very responsible young lady. And so the fact that she was reported missing so soon, I think it's, I think it shows a lot about Anaya and, and, and her, you know, her dedication in life and the fact that she just wasn't this type of person like she she took everything that she did seriously and mm-hmm. her job and seriously and took school seriously and she was just you know a young person 19 years old that you know was was wise beyond her years and was just very responsible and so yes yeah, she, she was reported missing on the 24th and then on the 25th of october um which was a day later obviously her vehicle was found about 50 miles away mm-hmm. uh, from Auburn, where she lived, uh, it was found in Montgomery, Alabama. Yeah. And so it's about an hour drive, and it was found abandoned. And what was weird, and I call this, you know, I, I don't want to speak badly about the police because obviously the police did their best, and, you know, they worked tirelessly on this case. Mm-hmm. And they worked tirelessly on this case, and, you know, so did a lot of other agencies. But the thing is, when they first found her vehicle, it was it was wrecked and it was just abandoned in a apartment complex. And when they searched the vehicle, they said there was no evidence of foul play. Hmm. And then a couple of days later, we find out that there was evidence of foul play and that there was enough blood in the passenger side on the passenger side compartment to to show that there was possible loss of life. And that the, the, the amount of blood could signify that, that, you know, that someone losing that amount of blood had passed away. And so to me, that's far cry from a few days prior or a day prior saying that there was no evidence of foul play to now saying that you do believe foul play is involved. Do you and think so, some I'm sorry, do you think some I, of that is due to the fact that, you know, they didn't maybe want to release a lot of some of I, the I evidence? Maybe, or maybe he did a good job cleaning up and cuz I, I see I still don't know if it was the blood was found with um, you know, they use technology like a like a black like a black light type of thing mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. to to go over like say you, you clean up blood and you, you use cleaning agents, but the thing is the way he left the vehicle, I, I'm just not sure he would have cleaned it out. So I really don't know. But to say that there was no there was no evidence of foul play and the car is wrecked and, and abandoned and left there, and then quickly after saying that they do have evidence of foul play, and you know it could be. I mean that's a good question that hasn't yeah. been that well, hasn't been answered. You know. Well, I think a, a lot of the a lot of the 
big part of this story was the fact that it took them over a month to find her. So, yeah. uh, her remains. Also, yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. And there's also another huge, huge piece of this. And on November, on November 6th, um, and it was crazy because me and Eddie talked about this on the podcast mm-hmm. when, uh, when this, when he was first released as a person of interest, it was just a person of interest and all. And we saw him on videotape in the same convenience store. And he was, and someone that was listening to the podcast, they saw the video and they actually said that they saw a man's foot behind her, like in the, in the, in a, a, a shot behind her, like, you know, like a, a still shot behind her on camera like they have these still shots right they saw a foot, a foot behind her and that foot was the person of interest and his name is ibrahim yazid and the thing is is that on november 6th which you know october 25th is when they found the vehicle november 6th is when they identified a person of interest and then november 7th they arrested him in florida and charged him with first degree kidnapping and his name is ibrahim yazid and the thing that is so that is so disturbing and is so like everyone is so angry and it makes me angry because this case could have been avoided. This tragedy could have been avoided because the thing is, is that there's a couple things that outrage me. But the, the big thing that outrages me and I'm sure Anaya's family, which they have way more reason to be outraged. Uh, and Anaya, you know, she was let down by a lot of people. And the judge who who did this let her down and let the public down and put a lot of people in danger. But this this guy has Ibrahim Yazid and everyone I talk about on here. I just want to go ahead and just put this outlier out there that they are innocent until proven guilty. But um, they are, you know, in custody. He's at least he's in custody at this time and they are innocent until proven guilty. So I just want to put that up, Um, you know, just just to say. But he was arrested in Florida. But the problem is, is that earlier this year, back in January, I think it was. But it was definitely earlier this year in 2019. He was charged, and he has many, many charges on his record, and a I've lot of them he got away with. It's ridiculous. Is, it's ridiculous, man. But how he was allowed on bond for this, for something, not for this case, sorry, but in, back in January, he was charged with first-degree kidnapping, and he was charged with attempted murder, okay? Attempted murder, and he was given bond. And while out on bond, he obviously did this. I do. I know people personally that have been in jail and could not get bond over marijuana, okay? And this guy walking the streets, okay, I mean, in a county 50 miles over, obviously no supervision, okay? He's out on bond for a fucking serious charge, okay? And Mm -hmm. my language, out on on bond for a serious charge, and he is 50 miles away in another county doing this. I mean, there's obviously no supervision, and she was let down tremendously. And so the thing is, he's out on bond. He's a dangerous to, to society. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just, it's just crazy. And so no, I agree. It's, yeah, it's just crazy. And then, so then we find out that, that, um, so he goes to jail and then he ends up getting a preliminary hearing on November 20th. And we find out that uh, a second suspect was arrested and his name was Antoine Squirmy Fisher. And so he was arrested. And he was charged with uh, first-degree kidnapping as well. And what it's believed is is that he uh, he disposed of, of evidence, and we do not know what that evidence is. It's there's like there was a gag order in place. 
Right. So we don't know what the evidence is that he disposed of, but I'm gonna, I'll, I'll tie it in later, like in a, in a few minutes, because I, I'll tell you what I honestly believe. But the mm-hmm. thing is, is that he was charged with, um, with like I said, he, they said he, you know, he drove, uh, drove Ibrahim Yazid, who's 29 years old from Montgomery, Alabama, and, and uh, Fisher is 35 from Montgomery, Alabama, and so. They arrested Fisher. He went in front of a judge, and he was not given bond. He was he was he was given no bond. And this was on November 25th, okay? Mm-hmm. And he was, uh, uh, or excuse me, November 22nd is when he was arrested. On November 25th, he went in front of a judge and was given no bond, okay? And that was early in the morning. He was given no bond, and then later in the day, on November 25th. We find out that remains were found that were thought to be Anaya's, and mm-hmm. they had good information. I mean, there had been other remains found before, and they had ruled out it wasn't her pretty much immediately. But when they came out on November 25th, even her cousin tweeted on Twitter that it was her, or you know, on Twitter tweeted whatever that it right. wasn't her, or excuse me, that it was her, and confirmed it was her, and that it was her cousin, and it was just it was very, very obviously extremely sad. And so, but they hadn't, they hadn't officially confirmed. But what I think is, is because later in the day, Fisher's attorney, Antoine Fisher, the second suspect involved, which they're not saying he was directly involved with her murder, but they are saying that he helped drive and helped dispose of evidence. And so later on the day, in the day, after they believed the fact, they found her remains and, and they were pretty confident it was her, his so when he went for that bond hearing that morning, the prosecution obviously objected to him getting bond, and the judge didn't give him bond. Later in that day, her body's found, or or what they believe is her body is found, and then Fisher is granted $50,000 bond, the second suspect in the case. He's granted a $50,000 bond, and the prosecution doesn't object. So wow. what, does that, what does that tell you? To me, it, tell, it tells me that he knew where her body was and gave up her, her location in exchange for the chance of getting out on bond. Right. But that's what it tells me. He no, was you're not, right. He wasn't given bond. Then they find her body in the same day he's given bond. That tells me that he, he uh, you know, gave up her location. So when they say dispose of evidence, I believe he helped Ibrahim Yazid dispose of her body. But what, what disturbs me even more in this case, I mean, excuse me, not even more, but equally disturbs me, maybe not as much as Ibrahim being out, but the second suspect, Antoine Fisher, is walking the streets as we speak, and he is a convicted murderer. He is, mm. let me say that again, he is a convicted murderer. Back in 2005, he robbed a young woman and killed her. Okay? He wow. was charged. Capital murder. This wow. is not. This is not. This is not. I'm not speaking about someone who's innocent until proven guilty. No, he was charged with capital murder, which carries can carry the possibility of the death penalty. Capital right. murder. When, capital murder is when you kill more than one person. It's when you uh, kill a police officer. It's above first degree murder. It's a slightly above first degree murder, but it's 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 it's, it's as high it as it gets. Right. Or if you're committing a felony like say you go into a store and you rob someone and while in the commission of a felony someone gets murdered 
that is capital murder. Well, he ended up pleading guilty to felony murder, and he avoided the capital murder charge. He pleaded guilty to felony murder and was only given three years in jail. How does that even work? I have no clue. I, I mean, I don't know of people, but I've heard of people who have committed robberies or have stolen something or have sold weed and have gotten 10, 15, 20 years in prison. Our it criminal doesn't even just- make sense to me. It really don't. Our criminal justice system in this country is broken, broken, broken. These people in jail for weed and, this, and petty shit like that, it's wrong. But the thing is, is that we need to be protected. The public needs to be protected from people like this. And there's people in jail right now who have never committed a violent crime in their life. And they've been behind bars for many, many years. But then again, you have violent criminals walking around like him who have committed murders in the past were convicted of those murders. And it wasn't that he was not just that he was convicted. He pled guilty. So he said he's guilty. Right. Okay. And he was credited with a year served and he got out in two years. This isn't, it really just doesn't make sense to me. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. It's mind boggling. It's mind boggling. So you have Ibrahim Yazid. I mean, Anaya was let down in this case so badly, man. I mean, you have Ibrahim Yazid who, who is, charged with first degree kidnapping and attempted murder earlier this year he's walking the streets and he does this to anaya and then you have a second suspect in the case antoine fisher who assisted and now he's walking the streets but earlier excuse me back in 2005 he was convicted of murder and capital murder at that so basically it's a bunch of bad dudes that are involved in this situation Exactly. It's and I, bunch, I would be remiss. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, it's it's a bunch of the worst characters that you can almost imagine. And and like yeah. you said, at the beginning of this thing, you really want to perceive that they're innocent until proven guilty. But yeah. when you look at these guys' That's rap sheet, it's just like, crazy. It's ridiculous. Like no, robberies. Ro- and then you got the years yeah. that they did it. Like it's just progressive, progressive and yeah, worse man. crimes. It's like, yeah. and then they finally... I mean, allegedly, you know, murder this this 19-year-old girl who's just minding her own business in the gas station. It makes no sense. It's crazy. And I also want to blast this person, too, because I don't know who he is. He's unnamed, but he's a piece of shit, too. Okay? Now, I can understand that if you're afraid or scared or something like that, but there was a witness who came out. And this is how – this is basically how – Ibrahim was Ibrahim Yazid was charged with kidnapping in the first place because obviously they can't just see someone on video in the same store as a girl and then say, oh, you're on video. So you kidnapped her. No, there's a reason that they pointed him out as as he was a, a person of interest. The thing is, is that if this person would have done something the night of, there's a chance that Anaya would have had a chance in this case, a chance to survive. And I'm not saying, like, not everyone's built the same. There's a lot of people who know my history and know what happened with me, where where I am the type of person that would intervene in that type of situation. And a lot of people know my history. But the thing is, and I was actually charged with a crime and uh, falsely charged with a crime, and it was recognized. And so people know, certain people know the kind of person I am and know that I would intervene. But the thing is, if this witness, this witness saw saw, uh, Ibrahim Yazid, stuffing Anaya into her own vehicle and he stood by and watched and did nothing now 
Me personally, I could never live with myself. Okay, but even at the very least, if you if you're scared to do anything, you should call nine. You should have called nine one one, and you could have saved her. I mean, he could. There's a chance that she could have been saved. There could have been uh, APB put out, you know, on the vehicle or a bolo put out on the vehicle, and there's a chance that they could have tracked that vehicle down and tried to find her in time before she was murdered. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I do, man. Um, it's apparently apparently he was staying down the street at a motel. This witness was staying right. down the street at a motel. He went back to the motel and told a female companion what he saw, and she told him it's none of his business and to keep his mouth shut. Yeah. So he, so he did, and then all of a sudden, a hundred thousand dollar reward comes out, and finally he comes out and tells police what he saw and then you know the rest is history obviously as far as Ibrahim Yazid being arrested and but the thing is is that if he would have done something that night I'm not saying not everyone's built the same so I'm not saying that if he I get it it. but if he would have called police then something could have been done you know and and it could it would it would have at least given her a chance so the criminal justice system, the judges who allowed these men out of jail, the judges who like the judge who gave Ibrahim Yazid bond failed her. That witness failed her. I mean, she was just failed in so many different ways. And then there was a third a third person who was arrested. And I'll be honest with you. A lot of people, people may get upset with me. I, I don't feel this guy should have been arrested. His name is uh, David Johnson Jr. He's uh, an old man. He's like in his 60s, late 60s. And uh, he was arrested and given a $7,500 bond. And the reason being is because when they when they came out and said Ibrahim Yazid is a p- person of interest and that um, I guess he fled. And David Johnson Jr., uh, his son drove, which is David Johnson III, he drove a uh, – excuse me, he drove Ibrahim uh, Yazid uh, to Florida to help him get away. and. He knew, and he even admitted to police that he knew that that uh, Ibrahim Yazid was um, was on the run, and so he aided him better and drove him to Florida. Well, David Johnson Jr. didn't tell police that his son did that, and so he was arrested for hindering prosecution. Now his son, who actually drove her and did the, you know, or excuse me, drove Ibrahim uh, Yazid to Florida to help him get away. The son that did the driving was not arrested, but his elderly father father was arrested and was charged with hindering prosecution, and he's out on $7,500 bond. But it's just extremely sad, man. So, yeah, we found out uh, ultimately uh, November 25th that her, her remains, that it was likely her remains, and then a few days later they confirmed it. And it's just extremely sad, man. It hits home. You know, I have... I, you know, you have your, your personal tragedy in your life and I have personal tragedies in my life. You know, my, uh, my older, my older sister, her husband, um, that she's been married to for a very, very long time. Uh, his younger sister, who was like a sister to me, um, her, her sister and my sister went down to Carolina where my mother-in-law stayed and, uh, lived. And my mother-in-law just passed away and, um, her boyfriend ended up murdering while my sister was present ended up murdering basically who I considered a sister you know my her husband's uh, sister murdered and then killed himself and so 
I've been affected by, you know, by tragedy too. So it hits home. I don't want to take away from this case at all, but it does hit home and, you know, it affects people in my life to this day. It affects many people in my life. And so it's very sad. I mean, you know, no, no yeah, it really is. It's, it's one of the saddest things that's uh, happened in the MMA community, man. And that's, uh, that's why it's been such a big case. That's why I had to do a whole podcast dedicated to it. But, um, uh, man, my you know it. On his family, man, it's just very sad. Yeah, you know I like to keep these things short, Donnie, man. Is there anything else we needed to go ahead and tell the people? You know, so uh, basically the charges, I just want to go ahead and say that he was initially, Ibrahim Yazid was initially charged with first-degree kidnapping. Those charges have been upgraded to, along with first-degree kidnapping, he's also been charged with first-degree murder, or capital murder, excuse me, capital murder, uh, since he committed a murder in the commission of a felony. So, and the, the prosecutor has come out and said that he is seeking the death penalty. I don't want to get into the political aspects. There's a lot of people who believe in it and don't believe it, but I just have to state the facts. And the facts are is that facts are that he is seeking the death penalty in this case uh, for Ibrahim Yazid. He says that Ibrahim Yazid is out of the three suspects is the only one that is solely, you know, actually committed the murder. Um, it's, it's come out since that, and I, I don't know. You know, I want to believe that, you know, I want to say that, you know, I think Anaya fought for her life. I, I, I personally think the vehicle was, was wrecked because she was fighting her her abductor and trying to get away. And she put up a brave fight. And that's my belief. And so I think that's how the vehicle got wrecked. It hasn't come out and no one said that, but I believe that's how the vehicle got wrecked. But it's also come out that, that he's saying that she went for the gun and that, that was the reason he shot her. Now, I look at it as an excuse because he never had to shoot her. But I do believe she was fighting for her life. And, you know, the thing is, is that it's just it's just extremely sad. I mean, she had so much potential and it's just a young life, you know, caught, cut short for no reason, man. No reason at all. And, and it could have been prevented. And the thing is, it, what makes me upset is that they're granting bond in this case to one of the suspects. Obviously, they've learned nothing. Uh, and it's just, it's extremely sad, man. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. And uh, big, big, big support to her family, man, from the MMA community uh, and from this show, Razor Maplata Soup. So, yeah, I've uh, spent many hours working on this, and but I've spent many more hours, uh, you know, thinking about the family and, think, and thinking about Walt and thinking about Miss Angela Harris and their family. So the thing is, is that I don't want to make it personal and, but I just want to say that I, I'm feeling for them. I can only imagine what they're going through. My heart is with them. My thoughts are with them. My prayers are with them. It's just extremely sad. And yeah, I, I, it's, it's hard. To, I can only, I'm just stating the facts of what happened, of what, uh, what we believe happened in this case and trying to break down the timeline of it. But ultimately it's a young life cut short for, and it didn't yeah. happen. And it's yeah. Really and it's all still developing. So, uh, but Hey man, we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up, Donnie. Uh, I okay. appreciate anyone listening, man. I appreciate you coming up on the show. Everyone, be uh, keep on uh, keep an eye out on the PureEvilMMA.com website for all of Donnie's uh, Donnie's updates because, like I said, he's been following this thing from beginning to end. So uh, much much appreciation for the work that you're doing, brother. Oh no problem, man. You know, only thing I was I mean, like I said that out like when I would when I would. Do, yeah, it's very sad to do and it's hard to do. It's it's sad, man. But 
uh, you know, the family's going through much worse. And if there's one thing, like I kept saying, if anybody knows anything, I mean, who knows? Someone might, might, might have seen something. And obviously someone did see something, you know, as far as a witness. I'm not saying they saw my writings, but it, it was just a small thing that I could do that, that, that if it might have hit the right person, it would, it would have, you know. So, yeah, I mean, that's all, you know, it's just, it's just, it's a tough case, man. It's just so sad, man. Oh, yeah, man. Well, all right, man. We're going to get on out of here. See you guys.